So this year, the Lord really gave me a message to share around the world. And he said, he gave me a verse from Psalm 66, verse 12. It says, thou hast caused man to ride over our heads. We went through the fire and through water. Did I say that word right? Water. But thou hast brought us to the place of abundance. I'm somebody like, uh, I want to have a goal for every year as a love and care ministry. And, uh, so I pray all the year long, wait on the Lord for his theme for every year. Last year was a year of prayer, but this year is the year of abundance. So when he said, I took me to the place of abundance, so I started reading from the beginning, and it's mostly either gratefulness, thankfulness, make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all ye lands. Sing forth the honor of his name, and his praise is glorious. And as we, as we read that, he also, they also say, that we have gone through the fire, we've gone through the water, people came against us, but you took us to the place of abundance. When I read that verse, it brought back all my remembrances of how God took the people of Israel from Egyptian bondage to the promised land with milk and honey. So it brought everything what Moses has gone through in his life to accomplish God's purposes in the lives of God's people. So I started going back to book of Exodus, started reading the whole story. Guys, you have an excellent Bible teachers, you know all that. I'm not preaching a new message to you, but I want to remind you few things from that scripture portion. So I will take you to Exodus chapter 33. And um, just to save time, I will read you a few verses from there. And God really started talking to Moses. As I started meditating on year of abundance, few thoughts came to my mind that really, um, really... Uh, changed my whole thinking. You know, we know God and we experience him on a day-to-day basis. But this really drawn my attention to the most important things in a Christian life, especially when you're in the leadership. You make so many decisions. You go through so many things. And, uh, you know, but sometimes we miss the main things in the process of trying to deal with very minor things. So the Lord has drawn my attention attention to the more important things in the Christian life. And uh, I, I felt like the I got the four things which the Lord really taught me with this message. Number one is abundance of his presence. Number two, Abundance of his protection. Number three, abundance of his provision. Number four, abundance of his power. His abundance of his presence, abundance of his power, abundance of his protection. Abundance of his provision. I started meditating on that. 
then this story really fits into everything that uh, uh, I wanted to share with you. So people left Egypt and they were on the way to Canaan. As they were moving, you know the story, how they grumbled against the leadership, which is very normal for people like us. We are normal human beings. We are not angels. Even the angels rebelled against God. But we are normal human beings in flesh and blood. Very normal to have problems within us and grumbling and complaining and, you know, fighting sometimes, you know. But it's very normal. It's not something not abnormal. This is normal things that we go through human beings. So people of God has faced that problems also. There were times that they took rocks even to, I mean, to kill Moses. Poor Moses. You know, that's the privilege of being a leader. You know, each one of us are leaders for our own lives, our families, you know, for small groups, for our community. But the, the greatest privilege of the main leadership is you are being misunderstood. You are being treated excellent way. Everything that you don't want to hear, you start hearing it. That's the greatest privilege of being a leader. Our master, our leader, Jesus has gone through that. He has gone through that. That's a daily life for him. Even by his own family members. You know, sometimes, you know, so, but these guys has did everything and I want to read you chapter 32, verse 34, before I go to 33. I will go through quick, but uh, I want to make a point, and I, I'm, going, I'm sure that I was blessed through this message. We're all going to be blessed this morning. Now, he says, God says to Moses, now go lead the people to the place where I spoke of. And my angel will go before you. This is God talking to Moses now. Which means something happened before. <laughs> All chapter 32 deals with a uh, difficult situation that people of God were involved in. Moses went to be with the Lord in the mountain. He did not come the way they expected him to come down. Then they made, they forced Aaron to make them a calf, golden calf, so that they can worship. But the time Moses came down from the mountain, that's what it was happening. And Moses saw that. He was not happy at all. So there was so much distraction. Then God says to Moses, friends, as I share this with you, I want you to be reminded yourself. Two things. Number one, the faithfulness of God. The faithfulness of God in our lives, in spite of what we go through, in spite of how we react, in number of occasions that whatever we go through, turning against God sometimes, discouraged, disappointed, giving up, and then following other gods. Sometimes, if we all go through that in different occasions, in different ways. But these people are going through that, and God says, Now, Moses, remind my people that my plan never changes. Though we are unfaithful to God in many occasions, 
one thing i want all of us to be reminded this morning is the faithfulness of god god's faithfulness endureth forever then he not only just promise giving god but he is the promise fulfilling god how many times we forget the promises god gave us through prophecies through the word you know it is through people because we don't see them coming to reality in the times that we wanted it's possible for us to forget but the god who gives us promises is not the someone that forgets he always remembers it and he also wants to remind us we need to be reminded that only he can do that so as i was going through the when he said now forget the past forget whatever has happened moses i'm still the same god i promised abraham isaac and jacob i have never forgotten that doesn't matter what you have gone through now but now i want to remind you moses i want you to be reminded that you need to lead my people lead them to the promised land which i promised then coming down to chapter 33 verse 1 then the lord said to moses leave this place i was thinking to myself god said in 32 now go i was wondering maybe moses still sitting there trying to think how do i start where to start <laughs> what to say, what to say to my people so god is in a hurry friends god is in a hurry to fulfill all the promises that he has given to us as his children he is in a hurry not us you know he wants to fulfill that it says leave this place moses come on god god i want to get out from here this is not the place i want you to live in i have a special place for you the promised land where milk and honey flow that's the place for you you need to go there leave this place it's like a, I, i like that when he said leave this place you want the people you brought up out of egypt and go up to the land i promised on oath to abraham isaac and jacob saying i will give it to your descendants i will send an angel before you and drive out of the canaanites ammonites hittites perizzites did i say those words right hevites and jebusites all this in a i like that how the god put it i said moses you have been facing hindrances but i'm going to make the way so clear to you you don't have to do anything i will send my angel my angel will go before you and he is going to remove all those hindrances from you and you are going to go with no problem whatsoever forget the past proceed to the next there will be no hindrances i thought to myself if it was me that that time of what moses was going through i should have looked at god and said god thank you thank you thank you oh man you not only sent the angel ahead of me and you will remove every hindrances and i don't i don't have to do anything here no battles anymore 
I can go to the place you promised me. And like, what else more do we need? The promise is going to be fulfilled. All the hindrances are going to be removed. It looks excellent to me. But it did not to Moses. That's an amazing part where leaders for our, for our own lives and our families, small groups of the churches, we need to understand. You know, sometimes we are satisfied with what God gives. No problems, wonderful. Everything provided, excellent. I don't have to do anything. What else more do I need? Sometimes, you know, that's the tricky situations where we may miss what God really wants. But, but yeah, I'll read you next. Go up to the land. I'm reading verse 3. Go up to the land flowing with milk and honey. But. Did you hear that phrase people say, but is a bit of poison? Did you hear that? When he says but, that means something coming, guys. You need to be ready. But God says, but I will not go with you. That's where sometimes we miss the plan and purposes of God. Christian community around the world. Sometimes we need to be reminded ourselves. What do we need? Do we need just a promise to be fulfilled in our lives? We just need to be happy. Go to place which God promised. The place with honey and milk. You have everything, but with no God with you. What's going to help us? How it's going to help us? And God also made it very clear to Moses why he doesn't want to go with them. That also reminded me, because you are stiff-necked people, and I might destroy you in the way. The way as I saw that, I saw that such a positive thing. God do not want to destroy us. God loves us. He wants to fulfill his promises. He doesn't want to destroy us. But Moses said to me as I was reading that, that's why I felt like how important it is the presence of the Lord with us. You can be satisfied with everything God gives us, but if, you, if the presence of the Lord is with us, friends, we are missing the whole thing. And then God says, Moses was talking to him and um, then when the people heard these distressing words, they began to mourn and no one put on any ornaments for the Lord had said to Moses, tell the Israelites you are a stiff-necked people. If I were to go with you, even for a moment, I might destroy you. God wants us to be pleasing to him. And to make the long story short, friends, Moses, you know, he talked to God and the Moses went to the tent again and again and again and again and convinced God where God said, I will go with you. The, the one thing that really blessed me, verse 9, as Moses went into the tent, 
the pillar of cloud would come down and stay at the entrance while the Lord spoke with Moses. Verse 11. The Lord's The Lord would speak to Moses face to face as one speaks with a friend. You know what blessed me? Such a great creator of the universe, the Holy One of Israel, the God of impossibilities. He is looking for friends. He is looking for friends. He wants to talk to us as a friend talk to his friend. When I read that, that scripture portion, I was reminded, Peter, is Jesus talking to his disciples in John 15. He says, I don't want to call you servants anymore. I want to call you friends because the servant do not know what is in the heart of his master. I, I want to share everything. God told me so many things. Daddy told me so many things. I want to share my heart with you. So I don't want to call you servants anymore. But I want to call you friends. And Jesus himself gave a definition. What is to be a friend? He said there is no greater friend. Than the friend laid down his life for his friend. Friend is someone. The friend in need is a friend indeed. We heard that, right? <laughs> when we say friend for Jesus, when he say friend, which means the one who laid down his life and he did it. God was spending time. That's what I, you know what I felt? Like God is looking for friends. When we talk about Moses, oh man, talk to me about his failures. Thank you, friends that don't make any mistakes. But I'm not here because as a man, never makes a mistake. I'm here a man with failures. Number of times. I wish I should have done better. But we are normal human beings. We fail. We go through condemnation. We fail and we, we regret a number of times. But when I was studying this, one thing I understood, our daddy understands what we go through. Our daddy wants to lift us up. Failure is not final. God can lift us up. And he came down to Moses. It's not because Moses was perfect in everything he did. He disobeyed. God said, speak to the rock. And God, Moses was so angry, he hits the rock. God still gave the water. Friends, as we are sitting here, listening to God's heart this morning, I really want to understand daddy's desire for each one of your lives. He's calling us to be his friend. Moses spoke to God. It's not because he, was, he, made, he never made any mistakes. But it was because Moses wants to be a friend to God. Our failures will never stop God to spend time with us. And it's not a license to continue in sin. Because grace is abounding. It doesn't mean 
that living in sin. It's not a permission to live in sin. But such a holy God, such a great creator of the universe, is looking for a friend. That blessed me to understand that if, Moses, if God is accepting Moses to be a friend, tell me, friends, what would stop God to accept me? Ask his friend, what would stop God to accept each one of you to be his friend and for him to talk to you as a friend talks to his friend? Is there, up there, but he's here with us. His presence, his presence. And then, if that was the end of the story, I don't know, but it, he's going, he goes further. And God, Moses went into the temple, tent, and wherever Moses went, Moses carried God's presence with him to the point people around him recognized God's presence. God did not, Moses did not put the tent inside the people. He put the tent outside the people because he knows when God's presence comes down, God cannot tolerate sin that he may destroy them. That's why Moses said, I will put the tent outside. But those who want to meet with God, go to the tent. One thing that really blessed me was, Moses was going in and out of the tent, but the man God raised, the Moses raised, Joshua was in the tent all the time. Joshua was in the tent. I'm so convinced, friends, in this great work of the Lord, God buries the workers, but he continues his work. Moses was not the end of God's plan. God raised Joshua to lead his people for the promised land. Joshua's are needed. God is looking for Joshua's. The generation of young men and women that will continue the vision of God, accomplishing God's purposes. God went further, talking to Moses. Verse 12, the second part of verse 12. I know you by name, and you have found favor with me. If you are pleased with me, teach me your ways, so I may know you and continue to find favor with you. Remember that the nation is your people. Moses found favor with God. More God was pleased with the life of Moses. Friends, if God is pleased with the life of Moses, really that gave me such a hope. 
if god is pleased with moses life what would stop god not to be pleased with each one of our lives that gave me such a hope that i can please god if moses can please god i can please god and a favor find favor with god then verse 14 is the climax of the whole story verse 14 says the lord replied my presence will go with you and i will give you rest that gave me so much hope brian that we can change the mind of god god's heart can be changed he said i will not go with you the same god says i will go with you i will be with you and i will go with you and then what's the difference him going with us and sending an angel sometimes friends i want to encourage you also to warn you don't be satisfied just seeing the angels or getting the help from the angels the bible says the angel of the lord encampeth around them that fear of the lord but there's still angels when god wants to be with us why should we be satisfied with the angels his presence brings everything his protection his provision his power you want to have everything or you want to have a part of what god gives that's the challenge many times so he says the lord replied my presence will go with you when the presence of the lord is with us i understood as i was reading that we will have rest in the midst of everything that we go through jesus said come unto me all you of heavy laden i will give you rest in this restless world the presence of the lord gives us rest my friend are you heavy are you down your friend is calling you he wants to talk to you face to face he wants to spend time with you he wants to give you rest the presence of the lord gives you rest and the presence of the lord separates us as i read then moses said to him if your presence does not go with us do not send us up from here how will anyone know that you are pleased with me and with your people unless you go with us how can anybody be pleased with you how can people know you are pleased with us it's only your presence with us helps us other people to know you are pleased with us and you are pleased with our people his presence gives us rest his presence makes us to other people to know that god is pleased with us and his presence will separate us from all the people of earth what else will distinguish me and your people from all the other people on the face of the earth it is your presence god's presence separates us from all the other people that live on the earth he gives us rest it shows that he's pleased with us 
it separates us from all the people in this earth and the lord said to moses i will do the everything i like that i will do the very thing you had asked before i am because i am pleased with you and i know you by name he wants us to be known by our names and he wants to be pleased with our lives his presence makes the difference in our lives then i will close with this thing as the people walking they saw the red sea in front of them and the army coming behind them chasing them the pharaoh who gave he told them you can leave but he started chasing them behind have you ever gone through situations my friend in your life that you feel like you have no way you have no way the red sea in front of you and the pharaoh's strong army coming behind you you are caught between these two things you didn't know what to do where to go Moses was in a situation like that because God's presence was with him he could hear him God saying Moses why are you so confused boy why, why are you so perplexed have you forgotten the rod in your hand stretch that rod that's what the presence of the Lord makes difference in our lives he stretches the rod the ocean divides what really blessed me was the water in the ocean stood like a strong brick wall both sides so that no drop of a water will come as they're walking on the dry land lord you took us to the dry land you took us to the fire and the water the presence of the lord leads you my friend when there's no way it makes the way the water gets separated people of god are walking through the dry land they go to the other side of the ocean for us army in the middle of the ocean the walls fall down the water came it is the presence of the lord that makes these differences in our lives what is your desire this morning are you just satisfied with the angel going ahead of us are you satisfied with the promise being fulfilled are you satisfied just going to the land a promised land where honey and milk flow or is it your heart's desire this morning that you want god's presence when you have god's presence you have god's power god's protection and god's provision that's our daddy's desire this morning for each one of our lives it doesn't matter what you're going through what situation you are involved in maybe thinking who can help me in a situation like this family 
personal business. We all go through different situations in our lives. I have good news for you this morning. We have a daddy with us this morning who understands everything what we go through. In those days, God came and gone. But he gave us Jesus. He's the savior of the universe. He's the lamb of God. He's Alpha Omega. He's everything. But he's also Emmanuel. He's Emmanuel. God with us. came to live in us because he wants to be friend with us he wants to share his life with us his blessings with us his favor with us he wants to be pleased with our lives very easy my friend to go through condemnation very easy to be discouraged very easy to give up are you going through those things this morning? I have a good news for you as a brother from India. Jesus wants to lift you up. He wants to breathe that life again into you this morning. That you don't have to live in the life you are living. That you can be victorious. As the worship team is going to lead us in a worship, I really want you to think of where you are. It's not enough to think where you are now. I want you to understand where God wants you to be. He wants to be a friend with you, He wants to be with you. He wants to go with you. He wants to live in you. He wants to lead you in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. The whole world around us is living in destruction. The enemy knowing his time is short is roaring like a lion. If possible even to devour the elected ones of God. If God is with us people will see that we are separated people. We are holy nation. We are people of God. Brought out of darkness into the marvelous light of Jesus. The world in darkness needs to see that light. Needs to see that life that is in us. That's the main desire of Moses. Lord, if you are not with us, how can people see that you are pleased with us. We are separate from the whole world. We are separate, my friend.